You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we have a brand new episode. We're really excited to get into this one, but first we're gonna do a mental health check-in. So. Brenda, where are you at? This week, I'm lower than usual. I'm not super low. I would say 6.5. 6.5, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? I have, like, family problems going on back home, so, like, things aren't going so well. Just in general, I feel very low because of some news that I got, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess I should be grateful for another day. I mean, it's always good to, like, have gratitude and stuff, but you're also allowed to be sad and feel like shit, like, your feelings are still valid, you know? You can be sad without having to be, like, I'm grateful to be alive, which is really good. It's so good that you're in that habit, but, like, you're also, like, you can just, like, embrace your sadness and just be unapologetic about it because, like, you have every right to be and feel like, like, to feel like shit right now. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. Like, obviously, if, if that's a way to cope by saying, like, oh, I want to be grateful, like, that's so good. And if it helps, it helps. But, like, I know some people just say that because they feel like they, they have to be grateful. I don't know. I get where you're coming from. I think because, for me anyways, I, I was sad when I got some, like, bad news. However, I also make myself think, like, there's no point in being sad about something when things could be worse. And the situation hasn't gone to the worst of it. Mm-hmm. So why not be grateful for what I have right now versus being sad about what could happen or what the future holds? You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's a really positive um, outlook on it. And I wish I could do that sometimes, but sometimes I get so, like, I, like, drown in my negativity. I do the opposite where I, I just, like, I let it go too far. I, like, feel sorry for myself, and that's not good. So I think, yeah, what you're doing is good, and it works for you. But you said, what, 6.5, 6? because I'm not super down. How about you? I'm having an average week. So my average would normally be a five. But I definitely don't think I'm down down. And now hearing yours, I feel like I don't think I'm a five. I think I'm like a a 7.5. Like I just feel like blah. Nothing's Mm -hmm. bothering me. Nothing's upsetting me. But nothing's making me, like, super happy. I'm just yeah. kind of here. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm chilling. I'm just not overly excited about anything right now. So, yeah, I hope that next week I'm feeling, like, more up. But it also is, like, a daily thing for me. Like, I could feel like it's today and wake up tomorrow and be, like, super happy and motivated and all that. But I haven't really been productive this week. So maybe that's why I'm not, like, a 8 or 9. I mean, on the bright side of things... Hopefully tomorrow will bring us more light. We are going to be going to a northbound event tomorrow on Thursday the 28th. I mean, I wouldn't say we're going. We're part of Key Radio and Key Radio is hosting the event. So I think we have a little bit more of a role in there. I mean, we're obviously showing up supporting, but we are part of the event. I guess technically Key Radio is and we're now affiliated with them. So, yeah, if you guys ever want to come out to one of northbound's events, it's the last Thursday of every month in Toronto. You can follow us on Instagram and you can keep up with it. And then if you want to come say hi, show love, then we'll likely be there. We're going to try to be there as much as we can through the year. So, yeah, that's exciting. That's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what we're doing yet, to be honest. I just know that we'll be there and we're a part of it. So, yeah, that's fun. I agree. I agree. It's something different. Definitely out of my element. 
I'm not one to, uh, you know, be in the crowd, but we'll see how it goes. I'm sure I'll enjoy myself, and it'll also help me kind of, you know, come out of my shell a bit, I guess. Mm-hmm, definitely. So I'm definitely excited about that. Yeah, me too. We'll keep you guys posted next week on how it goes down. We're very excited. But anyways, moving on. So today we're talking about the ick. Part two. So basically, if you haven't already checked out our episode 50, which is the ick part one, it's basically going to be the same thing, just with more added things to our list. So if you don't know what the ick is, it's I don't even remember the definition I used last time. Listen to episode 50. But the ick is pretty much it's usually in like women who date men who get the ick, which is you. it's like what it sounds like, Ew, like ick, you know. A guy does something that grosses you out or turns you off and you just can't look at him the same after. That means you got the ick, you know. So we gave a few of our examples last time. Like, for example, one of my big ones was dirty fingernails or ass cracks. If I see that on a man, I get the ick and I don't want to talk to them ever again. They're coming back in, you said. It doesn't mean I'm a fan. (laughs) And on women, it's better. Like, I don't want to see a a guy's ass crack. (laughs) Like, I just don't want to see, like, a hairy, dirty ass crack peeking out your box. It's just, like, I don't it's, I don't need to see it. Ugh. But women, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but okay. So we're going to go over some of our icks, um, things that guys do that turn us off. So what's one of yours? So my first one would be when a guy can't do simple man duties. I don't know. There's something about, like, and I'm saying simple man duties. Like, like what? Give us examples. Like yeah. changing a light bulb. Yeah. Or like taking out the garbage or like nailing a picture on a wall. Yeah. Little things that if I can do it and a guy can't do it, th- there's something wrong. I think this one's like controversial because of like gender roles and all that stuff. But I agree with you. Like, no, and I'm not saying I agree he, with you. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he has to do it. I'm not saying he has to take out the garbage and he has to like know how to change a light bulb and, mm-hmm. and drill a thing. I'm just saying. If he's not capable of doing it, that's a problem. Like, it's yeah. like, ugh. Like, how can you not... If you need to ask me, how do you put a light bulb in? Oh I'd my God, be a I'll little be concerned. So to me, like, if you don't know how to do it, just figure it out. That's that too. That, yeah. That's to me, like, if I'm dealing with a guy who isn't used to man duties, but he will take them head on and figure it out without letting me know that he's sweating inside, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Just figure it out. You don't need to know what you're doing in the beginning. However... If you don't even try or if you're like grossed out by it, if you're asking me a million questions, you know, what I mean? I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like if you're asking me how to put a nail in, how to hang a picture, I'm just going to be like, you don't have Google. Figure it out. Like, come on, use your head. That's when it really turns me off. But I also do like, I don't know, I'm very traditional where I feel like they should know how to do it. So I agree with yeah. you on that one. It's an ick for I sure. I mean, again, I don't want to say that they need to do it. I just need to know that they know how to do it. Because okay. doing it, because one thing is, like, I'll know how to do something. I just might be too lazy to do it. Yeah. However, if you don't know how to do it, and I know how to do it, then th- th- that's when the problem becomes a problem. So one of my biggest icks is when I'm around a man who wears too much cologne. Like, someone that's drowning, I get in your car, and I'm, like, coughing. I'm, like, (gasps) like, I can't even, like, breathe. I hate that. Or when I'm hugging you, and all I just, like, my nose starts burning. Uh. Or when I walk past you, and I'm just, like, I just, no, I don't like it. Like, ugh. Why do you just, like, put so much on? Right? And the worst is when you're, like, in an elevator. Yeah. And it's a small, closed space. And you smell it even more. Yeah. And the problem also, like, if it's a man that I like or I'm talking to or whatever, 
I just find that a lot of times, I'm so sorry to say this, but men, their colognes are not always the best. Mm-hmm. So, like, to be drowning in some shit that smells bad, it, it, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> like, I just, I get so, like, I don't know, it sounds shallow, but I get turned off. Obviously, it's not a deal breaker for me, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely, like, ew, why are you drowning? But if it's a really good one, nah, I still don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't mind if it's a good one, but yeah, it's the thing too with cologne is it's super strong. So strong. Like one or two sprays and like that's enough. It's not like perfume. Like for perfume, like it wears off after a while. Cologne stays. What's yeah. that about? It's so unfair. Well, it also depends on what kind of perfume you're getting. I also recently found out like the toilette one is like. Oh, de toilette. Yeah, it's like perfume de toilette. That oh. one like rubs off quick and then there's the perfume without the toilet and that one's supposed to last longer oh wow that's beautiful mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that information no problem i will keep that in mind you know i like never buy perfume i have so many i never buy them i have one good one but i have three bottles of it and i just use that like i'm not a perfume girly but i will be when i have lots of money i think i'll have a whole collection like mm-hmm. a bougie one anyways mine are not all bougie but i have a collection <laughs> My next one is when a man laughs too hard, bro. I like this one. I know you do. It's just, it's so ugly. Bro, sometimes it's so bad, though, because, like, people will laugh so hard that the joke is not even funny. But because the laugh is so extreme, you can't help but laugh. And it's not that you're laughing at the joke. You're just laughing at the situation. It's one of those things where it's an awkward moment and someone's just quiet. So you can't help but be like, awkward. So it's like the laugh you do when you hear someone go, (laughs) like, it's just. Oh, my God. Can I tell you something? So (laughs) I know what you're going to tell me. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you do and you don't. But let's not specify anybody. Somebody that I once dated. Um I remember the first time we went to the movies and we were actually friends. We weren't like dating. Yeah. We went to the movies and like the laugh was so intense, but nobody was laughing. Mm -hmm. So it was a silent movie theater. Oh my God. And it was just like a loud fucking cackle. Like it was, it was loud. Yeah. And it wouldn't stop. And I was just like, I it, like no one can see you in a movie theater so that's what's good but it was it was embarrassing I was like oh my god and I got the ick and we weren't even like talking we we're friends but I got the ick by like association I don't know oh my god yeah, yeah. I can't I have a friend too who laughs really hard and I'm just like sometimes I'm like I'm just gonna keep this joke to myself because oh my I do not need this like weird ass laugh right now especially <laughs> when you're in public it's kind of embarrassing a guy <laughs> sorry i'm just thinking about it and that's why i'm laughing a guy who posts cringy content online so the last guy that i was like talking to i got the ick because he posted too many selfies and they were so fucking cringe like <laughs> he was literally ugh, it was so it was so icky like he was in the camera like biting the lip almost but not oh, actually biting no, it like not the chin lip. up eyelids down eye contact with the camera like it just gave me the ick i was like this is so embarrassing why why do you think this is okay i don't like that or like cringe tiktoks oh yeah the cringe tiktok oh my god imagine dating someone who took their shirt off on tiktok or like rubbed oil on themselves or like lip synced to like oh my god i'm so sorry i just i couldn't do it if i was dating someone and they have a tiktok and they're posting thirst traps of them like singing words and like Mm -hmm. biting their lip i don't even know what i would do I'm it's, done. Yeah. 
that lip bite i don't know that's very cringe so embarrassing Especially if you're with someone it's too much of a thirst trap like what are you doing i remember one time i met this guy at a shoot and he was like a really nice guy he was pretty quiet like so so quiet i never knew who he was mm-hmm. and after i found out that he was like some like pop and tiktok star in the city and like still don't really know who he is but i did check out his tiktok oh i think i showed it to you oh yeah you did you did <laughs> and it was so cringe yeah and i was like the personality is not adding up like the man was so so quiet in person like a little socially awkward nice but just like you know and i was just so surprised to see him doing that on the internet i mean he has a career out of it so good for him but i was just like is this what all the tiktok thirst trappers are like in person just like chill quiet shy you know like is that how they end up on the internet yeah i wonder i wonder i always say the ones that are quiet into themselves that will surprise you when you find out they're like social like their socials yeah that's that's true because i think all the people from my high school who knew me when i was very quiet and shy i think they're probably like how the fuck did ashley get on online like because they didn't know my personality they didn't like i was so quiet Mm -hmm. and i think for them to see that and then somehow end up on my channel or I'm like, whatever, and, and see who I am online, they're probably like, what the fuck? This girl was so awkward. But, I mean, they don't know me now. It's very different. But, yeah, anyways, I just think it's it's icky. I think it's... And again, if I could get paid a bunch of money to bite my lip on TikTok, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> but, I mean, it took them having, like, 80 followers for two months. To yeah. Like cringe, yeah. cringe. Yeah, I can see that. Another one of mine is if a man tries too hard to be liked. Mm -hmm. And this is going back to the episode that we just did last week. There's something about people just trying too hard. That's an automatic ick for me. Like, Mm -hmm. just be yourself. Be genuine. And even if you are loud and obnoxious, just show who you are. You know, you shouldn't have to pretend to be someone just for people to like you. And I think when I don't see that genuineness from a person, it's just like, ugh. Like, there's just something about being fake that just gives me the ick. Like, yeah, it you just, really I don't, don't like, like it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. If you watched Selling Sunset, sorry, off topic, I think because I just binged it, you would hate this girl, Christine. You ever watch that show? Mm-mm. She is the fakest person I've ever seen on, on TV anywhere. Like, she is awful. And sometimes I just think, like, I feel like if you watch the show, you would just have this, like, passionate hate. Because you've never really taken well to people who are not genuine. And you, you like, get so turned off, even with friendships and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, regular relationships. I've seen it. I just feel like it's too much. Maybe there are people who are genuinely a lot and they're very loud and obnoxious, but it's just not my vibe. But wait, are you saying that everybody that's, like, outgoing and, like, super friendly is fake? I don't know if that's, No, not necessarily. But you can sense when they're doing too much, you know? Mm -hmm. When they're doing the most. And that's the thing. It's when they're doing the most for you to be liked. That's when I start to, like, ugh. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know I like this. You know I like that. Let me do this. Let me do that. Oh, let me carry your bag. Let me go. You know what I mean? Like, mm -mm, don't do that. Just be yourself. Do you feel like you're good at spotting it out? when it's fake yeah 100 okay. one of my biggest icks actually is when a guy mansplains <laughs> i spent a lot of time with someone who did this and it used to fucking drive me crazy like if you guys don't know what mansplaining is it's what it sounds like it's when a man over explains something to you that is usually common sense because he thinks that you're not like capable or 
you're you don't know what it is or whatever mm-hmm. so it's like when a guy is like oh if you're gonna screw this light bulb on you just gotta like attach it here and like turn it to the right until it's tightened and you're like bitch i know how to do that so anyways when men mansplain it drives me fucking crazy in any type of work environment i've been in i've had to deal with that guys with like cars and driving they mm-hmm. just over explain shit and i'm just like shut up i know how to drive I used to just go along with it and just, okay, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, you know? Mm -hmm. But now if someone does it, I'm just like, I know. And I don't like to do that. But with men, I just feel like I can cut you off and tell you I know how to do this politely, like set a a little boundary. So, yeah, it's a big ick of mine. What if they're trying to explain something because you're doing it a specific way, but there's a way that's better? But that's not really mansplaining, though. That's just helping. Okay. I'm okay with a man telling me how to do something if I don't know how to do it and it's, like, not common sense or not, you know, like, mm-hmm. if it's an easy task. It's something that I don't know or that you're correcting me on. Like, I'm receptive to that information. Like, you can do your thing. Let me know what I'm doing wrong. Tell me how to do it. Tell me if there's a faster way. That's fine. But mansplaining is what I don't like. When you're just telling me things that I already know and that most people know. Okay, got it. Yeah. A man who begs. Okay, so when I'm saying begs, I'm saying, like, please, like, don't go. Please, like, can we go to the blah, blah, blah instead of blah, blah, blah. You know when they're just, like, you already had a decision made and you're like, okay, I'm going to go out with my friends. I'm going to have a drink. You let them know ahead of time and they're like, come on, we'll have a better time in here. Ew, that's like, so come gross. on, don't go. Wait, what if like other scenarios if they're begging does it bother you or is it just with that no in general like don't beg it just looks like a little bitch (laughs) yeah yeah like it's just one thing is asking me ask me once and i'm okay with it like let's say i were to say oh um i'm gonna take the car to my friend's house Mm -hmm. and someone's like can we not like is it okay if we go here and then i say no like i need to get this done and then we can go and do whatever else we need to do then that's okay Mm -hmm. but if i've said it and then you're like but come on i think it's better if we do this please can we do that instead please oh my god ew (laughs) and i'm just like bro like stop begging i said no and then it just makes me feel bad and then i'm like like and for me when i really nice person when i see you begging it's just like it's like you're pushing like I've already made the comment I already said no and you're like forcing me to say yes and then on top of that I most likely will say yes just to get you to stop begging because I don't like when people beg it's just ugh, it's an ick it's just I don't know like it's 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 pretty much what you said it's just you look like a little bitch don't do it Mm -hmm. I like don't like if they're begging over and over again I think twice for me is fine but if they're like oh please blah 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 I just hate that so much. And you know what I hate the most? Like, this is another one of my icks, actually. Fucking baby voices. If a man does a baby voice, oh, my God, I I'm, I want to die. I hate it so much. Please. Oh, my <laughs> God. I literally, like, I get so disgusted. I remember I was with someone who did that. And I just sat there frozen. Like, I didn't even know how to respond. I can't even pretend to think it's cute. I can't pretend to be like, oh, like, I'm <laughs> just thinking about it makes me want to throw up. Oh, my God. I can't even remember anyone that's ever like I've only heard guys have a baby talk if they're talking to either their child or their dog. But like to me, 
Oh yeah, my god. I, I've had it happen to me and like I clearly stated I don't think that's cute or funny. I think it's like I hate it. Like I would say that I do not think this is cute or funny. Eventually at first I used to just sit there and like <laughs> and then I just said that and then eventually <laughs> it was like a joke like a running joke to like piss me off but it just it still gave me the ick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It didn't just piss me off. I was just like, ew, ew, ew. Like, I was so turned off. Baby voices are just not it. I just, even the thought of it, it, it literally makes me want to throw up. Like, a man doing a baby voice. Like, ew. <laughs> imagine imagine, imagine your boyfriend being like, Brenda, please. Can we please go to the store? <laughs> like, bro, I, like, you're never having sex again. Like, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Imagine having sex. How did I get to Oh my god! No, but that's a kink for some people. Okay, sure. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. No kink shaming over here. <laughs> but no, that is. I don't get it personally. Oh I don't. I don't get it. But people are into that. And hey, I mean, hey, <laughs> do you, man? <laughs> oh man, that one's hilarious. Okay, so this kind of like falls hand in hand with the other one that I said. But a man who complains too much is another one. Like when you're just like complaining and complaining and complaining Mm -hmm. and complaining like don't get me wrong i'm i complain too a lot but i complain i don't think you complain that much sorry to cut you off really oh wow that's great because i used to complain all the time yeah i don't think you complain much like you're such an easy like easygoing person oh keep going you're so kind and sweet and you're so patient and you're just so easygoing (laughs) anyways but yeah sorry keep going no, but I do complain. Like, when I'm on a point, I will go on for a solid, like, yeah, 15, yeah, 20 true. minutes. And I'll just be like, but blah, 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 blah. And I'm so blah, 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 blah. And I'll just keep on going. And then once I kind of let it out, I'll, like, let it go and move on. And I'll have, like, little complaints here and there. But I won't say the same complaint over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. That's which true. is what, like, gets me mad. Because it's like, if it's a problem for you, then fix it. You know what I mean? Like, you can complain about it. And we can talk about it, vent about it, like let it out. But if you keep coming to me with the same problem and I'm trying to help you solve it and you're not doing anything about it, then keep it to yourself. Yeah, like shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know. It's just because for me, when people complain, like I really try to help and think of a solution. Because clearly if you're complaining, it's because you're not happy with something and you want to change something. So here I am trying to resolve the problem and figure it out. But if you're going to come and say the same thing over and over again it's like okay so are we gonna go with option a b or c or none of the above like what Mm -hmm. are we doing i used to complain so much like so so much and i'm pretty sure i gave my ex the ick because of it (laughs) like it was like a big conversation we had to have because i complained so much and i think it was literally turning him off and i now understand why because i hate it too like when men complain i just I just can't stand it, especially men with road rage that react to everything. I don't like that because then they're just complaining about, oh, my God, this cyclist. Oh, my God, this thing. Oh, my God, this. Oh, I hate that. This be, be you know, like, it's just too much. And that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't mind if you're complaining about something, for example, work. Yeah. It's going to be a constant thing that you're complaining about unless you love work. So I don't mind people like complaining about work, but it's things that you don't need to complain about because yeah. they're not fixable. Like, oh, I don't understand why there's bikers on the street. Like, I don't understand. Like, like what's it's going like, to change? Yeah. Nothing. Like, there's bikers. So learn to live with it. And, you know, just like, why are you complaining all the time? Like, yeah, it's, yeah like that's a big thing for me. 
Yeah, I don't I don't like it either. It really turns me off. And I just feel like when you complain about a lot of things, it gives <laughs> I say this a lot, but I just feel like you're acting like a little bitch. Like why are you so bothered by everything? You mm-hmm. know? I just <laughs> I don't like it. I think I kind of set men to a high standard, and that's why I'm single. So, hey, whatever. Um, The next thing on my little ick list is mentioning your ex on any date is a big no-no for me. I think that's just embarrassing. I mean, here's the thing. If we're having an open and vulnerable conversation about exes, we're asking about each other's past, like, that's totally cool. Yeah. Um, If you need to reference her for something quickly, you know, okay, but... If she comes up more than once in, like, conversations that aren't necessary to bring her up. Because what I've realized is you don't need to say, oh, my ex did this. You could just say my friend. For example, you're telling a story, okay? Mm-hmm. And it happens to be with your ex. But the story is just what you want to tell. You can just say my friend or someone that I used to know. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to say my ex, my ex, my ex. Because if you're saying that, to me, it's, it's raising, like, red flags. And it just... The more you say it, the more I'm turned off. And if I, if you've mentioned your ex like three, four times by the end of the night and it wasn't in like an open, vulnerable, let me open up to you. Let's talk about our, our past type of way. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm just not into it. It's, I, to me, you're not over them or. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's just weird. And I just feel like it's almost like, I don't know, it just gives me the ick. It gives me the ick. Yeah, I just feel like if you're over that person there's no need to bring that person's name up every so often and it's like you said like bringing it up for a specific reason you guys are talking about exes by all means do your thing but when it's just consistently like every conversation you're having and they just bring them up it's like yeah it's like why are you so obsessed relax (laughs) it's so weird like i don't get like jealous or anything i'm more just like does she know you talk about her this much? It's just icky, mm-hmm. you know? And meanwhile, she has a whole new boyfriend or something. I don't know. So strange to me. I'm but, not going to lie. It, there is a little bit of jealousy when I hear it. It's just like, okay. Well, and? I'm talking more like first dates and stuff. Ah, like, I'm not talking you. relationship. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. sorry. I should have specified that. I'm talking early stages of dating when people are making their impression on me. Yeah. Um, that's what most of my icks are referring to. But like. If I'm in a full-blown relationship, an ick is not going to cause me to break up with them for the most part, unless it's an ass crack. (laughs) (laughs) That one's really serious. But other than that, I mean, I just kind of have to get over it. Another one of mine is when a man is too cheap. And I'm not saying a man has to pay for everything and a man has to buy me all these things. I'm saying there's a difference between, you know, splitting things equally or, like, sharing certain things, but there's a man who is cheap Mm -hmm. like if you buy your girl a two dollar coffee or you're on a date and you buy the girl two dollar coffee and you add that to the tab at the end of the day like oh yeah i bought you that two dollar coffee so add that on top of the popcorn that we had i'd be like what in the actual fuck (laughs) that's so weird two fucking dollars bro oh my god just like e-transfer yeah like i don't know if it's like under five just let it go (laughs) Yeah, and I also don't even think that, like, being cheap just comes down to, like, oh, can you send me half or whatever. It's also just in your actions. If you go on vacation and they're like, oh, like, let's go for the two-star. Like, we're going to save money. Or, you know, you're out and he just picks the cheapest wine on the menu because he doesn't feel like paying. It's that kind of energy, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't like that energy. I feel like if you're going out to experience something, you should try your best to experience it. Obviously, everyone's on a different budget, but... I just feel like there's ways to experience and enjoy life without being cheap, 
if you want to spend less spend less but make the best experience out of it don't do high-end shit and be cheap about it you know yeah i don't like that or a man that like constantly puts like 15 dollars in his gas tank instead of just like getting gas i mean in, in the winter i kind of get it because i do like 25 30 in the winter because i don't want to be out there for more than two seconds but i don't know like stuff like little actions like that mm-hmm. i just yeah. yeah i just find it weird like no i don't like it but i don't know hey everyone's on a different budget so but yeah my next one is kind of like yours um but a little more specific i don't like when a man references price on a first date Mm. i really don't like it for example i was on a i guess it was a date i was out with someone not long ago and he was mentioning that he wasn't sure if he was going to get a second one because of the price after offering to buy me a drink so now i'm conscious of the fact that he doesn't want to spend more on a second drink or a third you know so now i feel like oh can i order another one or not and then it just gets weird for me and i feel uncomfortable and at that point i i actually let him pay the bill and then i got another drink and i put it on my bill and i just paid for it because i i didn't want to like have to deal with that conversation i already knew i wasn't feeling him so it was just weird like it was such an ick to me i think that's when i realized it was an ick because if a guy points out the price on Mm -hmm. a date that's weird like just do the math in your head bro or don't take me out if you can't afford it because i don't want to be sitting here and you're like 11 dollars for a rum and coke while i just ordered a 14 dollar cocktail because now i feel bad yeah like i just don't want to have to think about that shit if you can't afford to take me out don't take me out that's okay don't take me out or make it clear that i need to pay my own half and we'll go from there i'll figure it out but don't offer to bring me out and then point out prices it's just so unnecessary oh i feel passionate about that one. i was just gonna say oh my god (laughs) i just i don't like it i think because it happened to me kind of recently it was it was so awkward for me I can see the awkwardness because it's like, what do you do at that point? Like, do you order another drink or do you just say, okay, like, I'm good? Mm-hmm. And then go home and drink the rest? I and don't know. You know what I just realized? I'd actually already ordered my second. And oh, I was like, okay. are you going to do another one? And then he's like, no, well, I don't really think I want to blah, blah, blah. And then I ordered my third on my own. Uh. And he actually didn't end up having his second drink. So then I felt bad. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Damn. Was, yeah, it was so weird. Another one of mine is when a man is too negative. And I'm talking about you're on a first date and you're telling the guy you want to start your own business and how you're going to be a nail tech and you have to get all the such and such and such, whatever it is. And then he mentions all the negativity, shipping fees, what if people need refunds, this and that. And you're just like, really? And then you're thinking to yourself, why did I even mention this when he's clearly just throwing out negativity over negativity over negativity? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hate that. Or if you're talking about you want to start a new job and they're like, oh, but, you know, you're going to lose your benefits. And oh, but you have to get used to the flexibility and starting from the bottom. It's just unnecessary. Very unnecessary. There's something about negativity that really bursts my bubble. Like, yeah, at that point, I don't want to say anything because what's the point, you know? Yeah, which is not how you want to feel with someone. It You feel like you can't even share your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I got accepted to this really exclusive like program. They only took like 60 people or something or 30 people in Canada. And I told someone and they like super downplayed it. And I was just like, what the fuck? And they kept bringing up the negatives. And then um, even when it finally started, they were asking me questions like, oh, like, why didn't you guys get your welcome package? Or why didn't you do this? Or why? Oh, you guys are going to be put on the site. And I was like, bro, shut the fuck up. Let me just enjoy this. Mm -hmm. And if I come to these realizations, 
then we could talk shit together but don't bring it up in my mind i'm not even thinking about these things you know and they were just like raining on my parade and that's when i realized it was an ick for me too i don't like it yeah because life is already filled with negativity and like downfalls that why do you have to keep bringing up the things that i don't want to hear yeah and most of it you're aware of but it's one of those things that the more you think about it the more it's likely to happen Mm -hmm. okay my next one when a guy mentions body count i hate that like whether you're asking me my body count or you're sharing your opinions on body counts or you're telling me yours it just shouldn't come up we're grown i don't think anybody needs to be asking each other what's your body count i don't care what your body count is it could be 97 it could be two i don't care i'm not asking you and if i do i won't care what the answer is because it it was before me like it is what it is what i don't know won't kill me i'd rather just not ask and when a man asks or brings it up i just get like really turned off because why do you care why do you care it's so weird i don't like being asked that question either if i'm being honest i just think it's inappropriate and it shouldn't come up you shouldn't even be sharing your opinions on body counts with a woman why are you doing that why like why, why does that concern you mm-hmm. another one of my icks is when a man tells you what to do i guess this for me is in general like people in general but i mean for a guy it's just more of an ick it's not even telling you what to do it's one of those things where mm, you shouldn't really do this you know or it won't look good if you do this <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i don't know there's something about i don't know just telling someone in a it's basically being nice about it and telling someone they shouldn't do something there's just something about it that uh, especially if you're very shouldn't do something what do you mean by that for example instead of saying ashley don't put your shoes in the door it'd be like do you think maybe you should move the, the shoes to the left side so which one do you prefer no i'm saying like that's a way where people are telling you move your fucking shoes but they're telling you what to do without actually telling you what to do (laughs) i do that i know (laughs) that's what i'm saying in general people in general not just like guys but ugh, it's just like (laughs) i do that a lot maybe that's why it it bugs you like maybe that's why it's at the forefront of your mind because i'm annoying i'm i know when i do it i actually like go quiet after i think man i'm fucking annoying (laughs) do you actually oh my god all the time there's so many things that i do that i just think in my head why did i just have to say that that was unnecessary i'm so fucking annoying so annoying when it comes to telling people what to do i can be very bossy but i'm almost passive aggressive and i don't mean to Mm -hmm. i'm trying too hard to be nice about it aggressive yeah when you're passive aggressive about it because in my head it's basically you saying do it but you're trying not to say it so it's like bro just just fucking say don't do it then yeah yeah defense of those people that do it i mean awkward i think it's an attempt to sound nice but it just comes out forced and passive aggressive without being intentional honestly though i mean i know what you mean but for me i think it's hard because in general i don't like people telling me what to do yeah you're an aquarius um so when someone does it in a way where they're trying to be smart about it in a sense like strategic almost. Yeah, yeah it's like annoying it's one of those things where you know when you're like working and you're trying to be mean to a customer with actually being mean to a customer yeah so they all say something and be like but it was on the receipt basically saying bro are you stupid did you not read the receipt but you're saying yeah. but it's on there or when people come to you and they're like what's your return policy and you'll be like well as it shows on the receipt here and after i like recited it to you 
it's 14 days. Like, that's yeah. something that you would say. But literally. Yeah. Literally. And I do it at work. Yeah. So, like, I can't even say anything. But when it comes to people you care about, because, again, those customers, I can give a flying fuck if they never come back. Don't come back. It's even better. When I'm being rude to you, it's me telling you, don't come the fuck back. Yeah. Like, I don't So, I don't you. care to do it to them. However, when it's, like, a family member, a significant no, no, other, No, but we're talking date. about dating. We're talking no, about ex with yeah, dating. Yeah. So and dating, for me, that's, you? like... Yeah, because if I know we're trying to get closer and become something eventually, if I can't get past that, it's going to be hard. We're yeah. just going to be conflicts. It is annoying. I'm being a hypocrite. I'm aware. But it is, it's definitely annoying. I wouldn't want to have a partner or date someone that does that because I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Because to me, it's almost like mansplaining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I have that too where like I don't like to hear people chew loud, but apparently I kind of chew loud. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can't really say anything. I think it's different when it's yourself because you're not actually aware of how it could sound being the other person. You're not seeing how harsh it could come out mm-hmm. because it's like, again, it's like me where I say I don't like hearing people chew or swallow and stuff. And again, like when I eat, sometimes I can't help but chew loud. So when I'm doing it, it's not necessarily a problem. But when I hear other people doing it, I'm just like, Ugh, this is annoying. Yeah, we're all hypocrites and we're all flawed. So it is what it is, man. But I agree with you on that one. I definitely, I feel like that's an ick too for me. Okay, my last ick is a man with no table manners. If you don't know how to eat and you're like shoving food up your face or you don't know how to sit properly or you're hunched over the table, you know, you're not using utensils properly. I don't like that. Like an ugly eater. I get the ick. Oh my God. Or when a man like sips a glass of wine as if it's like a fucking solo cup of beer oh bro sip that shit why are you chugging it and letting it dribble down your chin just pick it up gently sip it you know learn how to taste it smell it i i just i like a man with table manners Mm -hmm. and like my parents drilled that into me i had books so many books like those american doll books about like table manners i watched videos my mom showed me how to eat properly how what knives to use and i understand not everybody has that privilege However, because I had it, I I just feel like I'm allowed to expect that from mm-hmm. a man, you know? It's basic table manners, like things to how to hold a fork or mm-hmm. not put your elbows on the table. Because when you're bringing someone over to your family, you want to feel comfortable enough. Like, yeah. you know, he looks like a normal human being, you know? like Yeah, like if you use your salad fork on your steak, I'm not going to get the ick. It's okay. We all make mistakes. You know, I'll forgive you. However... If you're, like, jabbing your knife into your steak and eating it off the knife, like, at the table. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I can't do that. Like, I can't deal with that. Especially if you're meeting, like, parents and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Ew, no. Ew, ew, ew. Even just thinking about it, I'm like, <laughs> ugh. Well, those are all our icks. Now we kind of want to just quickly talk about, like, do you think that the ick can be cured? Um... Hmm, that's a good question mm-hmm. can the ick be cured i feel like if you communicate it it can be cured what if it's an ass crack how do you do that you just gotta find a good belt some good pants that don't fall that's not communicating <laughs> will you buy them your pants and hopefully they don't fall or you just tell them i think a big thing when you start to date someone having a list of icks is a good thing to communicate with your person if I put if I make a list of icks, I'm breaking up with them. <laughs> I can't put them all on paper and look at them at once. It's not working. You could do that. Well, I don't have a lot of icks. Mm, true. Like 
even my icks are not really like I would break up icks. It's one of those things, for example, like chewing loud. If I had a conversation, mm-hmm. I could try to, okay, let's let's chew a little, low, you know, like not as loud, not as yeah. intense. What other ones? Yeah, Being yours cheap. are not petty. Cheap. It's like just don't be cheap, you know. Mm-hmm. Know how to just splurge money where it needs to be. And I'm not saying go spend $5,000 and buy me like a Birkin bag, but like, you know. <laughs> a Birkin bag for $5,000. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> But, like, no, okay, it's food. Let's splurge a little bit. Food is food. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things you need to know what you're being cheap in and what you're just being smart in. So you do or you don't think it can be cured? I think it could be cured. Okay. I think mine can be cured. Okay. I don't know about yours. Um, I think that <laughs> I'm, I can be a little bit petty when it comes to X, but if I like you enough, I can look past them. Mm-hmm. But if there's too many icks popping up and it's date number two, it's kind of over in my head. Unless I see a lot of potential in you, mm-hmm. then I'll try and mentally work through it. And if it becomes a problem, then I'll bring it up to you. Do I think it can be cured? I think there's a point of no return. I think that if you have a certain amount of icks or if they're really intense, I don't think it can be cured. I think that you just end up turned off and you're done. You're over it. Okay. Depends I, I on the severity of the situation. Yeah, I can see both ends. It really depends on how strong the ick is. Yeah. What the ick is and how long for that ick to keep occurring for you to be like, okay, yeah. this is it. This is like done. I'm over it. I'm yeah. Honestly, for me it's pretty fast if it's something really gross. Then I'm just like, oh god, I can never look at you the same again in my life. And that's the point of no return for me. When I look at you and I'm like, I'll never look at you the same. But I mean, if you're really good looking, you might get away with more. I won't lie to you. <laughs> a really good looking man is going to get away with more. Like if you're four out of ten and your ass crack is showing. That's hard. <sighs> it's over for you. But if you're a nine point eight out of ten and your ass crack is showing, I'm going to just turn my head. <laughs> I didn't see anything. <laughs> like, oh, my I God. I didn't see it. It's not all about the looks, Ashley. It's not. Bro, I'm I'm not like that big on looks. You know this. I mean So you're meaning overall like a ten a nine out of ten in terms of looks, personality, your whole no, self. No, 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 no. In that situation I was talking about looks. Oh, I'm okay. talking about ass cracks. I mean it's a petty situation in general, so I'm gonna bring looks into that. But I mean, obviously there's more important factors mm-hmm. if I'm genuinely settling down with you. I'm just talking, let's say it's just a guy I'm dating for fun. Oh, gotcha. If gotcha. he's a four, I'm, I'm not looking past it. If he's a nine, I'm, I'm going to turn my head the other way. But anyways, yeah, that's this episode. It was fun talking about the ick again. We enjoy it. We're probably going to put a sticker on social media talking about uh, our icks. Maybe you're asking you guys to share some of your icks. So keep an eye on our socials. Our Instagram account is Let's Get Real, the podcast. And if you're interested in hearing us on Key Radio live on Tuesdays at 7 p.m., then you can check out Key Radio. That's spelled C-A-Y radio.com. And if you really like this episode and didn't check out our first ick, which is episode 50, make sure to listen to that one as well. It is a really good episode and it's super funny. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we'll be back next Monday. Bye.